Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us as we practice the doctrine of truth, justice, and the American way. President Biden isn't completely given over to the American way, is he? Why would he deliver all those executive orders, leave the border wide open, and invite into this great country of ours illegal immigrants by the millions? And that's just in his first year and a half in office, and doubling or even tripling that number in his second year. A little totalitarianism, anyone? It's the way of the Marxist left who run this radical Democrat party a week after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and returned abortion to the states, which would have given citizens and representatives in each state a vote on the matter. But no, Biden and his Marxist puppet masters want the people to have absolutely no say on the issue of abortion. Biden is now proposing that the Marxist Dems codify Roe v. Wade, put it into federal law, and that's that. Biden intends to deny voters in each of the states no say whatsoever in their government. No vote on abortion. He'll just take care of that at the federal level. The Supreme Court didn't kill abortion, remember. They killed Roe v. Wade, which then returned the issue to where it properly belongs, to the states, for you and me and our fellow citizens, the people and our elected representatives, to vote on the issue of abortion. But, of course, that is the last thing that Biden wants to give us, the people, we the people, a vote on anything, abortion, prayers in public, you name it. The Marxist Dems mean to destroy freedom, family, faith, and this great nation. And don't doubt it for a minute. And guns, while the Supreme Court was supporting the Second Amendment, overturning a New York state law that restricted concealed carry of handguns, Biden and the Senate's liberal rhinos were undercutting our right to bear arms by passing and signing into law a new gun control law that incentivized states to pass red flag laws, denying due process in nearly every instance. To take up all of this, our guest is our friend and great American, Mark Simone, nationally syndicated radio host, podcaster, broadcasting legend, of course, and Mr. New York himself. Mark, thanks for being with us. Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn and the other Mitt Romney rhinos aligned with the Schumer Marxist Dems, well, they got to pass gun control. Your thoughts? Well, it depends what you mean by rhinos. I know what rhinos are, but then you got uh, you got a whole new breed from the Liz Cheney's to the, uh, I mean. Uh, it's true. Uh, it, it's all blurred together. It's uh, awful. You know, I, I just think that's astonishing that we are sitting here looking at a prospect uh, of amnesty and and the and the corn and creeps uh, sitting here just saying the heck with the Second Amendment and our constitutional rights. 
and everybody being just fine with that. Yeah. You know, but it goes back to what I was – like if I see Jim Jordan, that looks like a Republican. When, yep. you, when you say Mitch McConnell, that's not anything, Republican, Democrat. That is like a just a swamp machine. I don't know what he is. He's not uh, – uh, I mean, I, I just don't look at him. And, I, I mean, you can't sleep at night looking at this guy. I wouldn't trust him for anything uh, well, or, or, or Cornyn. Yeah, either one of them, and they're despicable. I mean, think about it. Two senators from the great state of Texas, uh, John Cornyn, the crone, and Ted Cruz. I, I mean, they, they're they in the same party. They're in the same state. You couldn't ask for more uh, divergence of values and talent and intellect uh, than between those two. And one's a rhino and one's a, a great conservative American. It's it's stunning the difference. Yeah, but you know when I first used to watch you, I thought you were getting a little carried away with the swamp and the um, the, the machine. And now I see it. You were right all along. I mean, the business roundtable, the chamber of commerce, the lobbyists controlling everything. Uh, I mean, did, did anybody think if you did surgery on McConnell, you'd find any principle in that body anywhere? It's just. Uh, uh, whatever way the wind's blowing, whatever the uh, swamp wants, and the, the border is the classic example. Uh, you know, you got that awful Davos crowd, and uh, yep. who knows what hooks they've got into Mitch McConnell and these people. Uh, I mean, the most you 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 were the one saying it before anybody. What's the first thing you need to have a country? A border. <laughs> That's what makes it a country: the fact that you have a border. <laughs> Yeah, and in Texas, they have a little experience with that sort of thing. Uh, remember the Alamo. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, you know, as you point out uh, about how correct I've always been about almost everything, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I wish I had been wrong. I mean, I really do. It's one of those things I wish I had been wrong because we are now facing a, a, an existential existential moment. We don't have a border. We have millions of illegal immigrants uh, uh, pouring across that border. We're going to have millions more because of this uh, Marxist dim puppet in the White House and a Republican Party that nobody wants to offend Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell. You said, what is Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell is on loan from the CCP and the People's <laughs> Republic of China. That's who he is, because there's no other explanation for a man who wants to disarm every American, uh, who wants uh, amnesty, and who just sits around with a with a what looks like a, a, a you know a bunch of mannequins around him. Think about it. Uh, uh, this you know Thune, uh, Barrasso. Uh, What's the name of the senator from Iowa? Her name uh, eludes me right now. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just a cast of mediocrities and and utter fools. Uh, and I and I'm looking here at Tom Tillis, uh, Senator Blunt, Rob Portman, uh, Richard Burr. Oh, Mitt Mitt Romney is in the crowd. Uh, Cassidy of Louisiana. Collins, naturally Collins, and Lindsey Graham, bless his smiling little face, and oh, go yeah, Pat Toomey. Several of them retiring this year. None of them running for re-election, so that's who they went to. Yeah, uh, it's disgusting. Well, I've never seen uh, people like this. Uh, you don't see this in real life. Mitt Romney or Lindsey Graham, or they love Donald Trump. Now they hate Donald Trump. 
Uh, now they love him again. Now they hate him again. They're, uh, I, I don't know what mo- motivates them. Is it money? Is it power? Uh, is it all of the above? Uh, Mitch McConnell's a classic example. Uh, his wife's tangled up with China, her family. He's tangled up with who knows what interests. And uh, I don't know what we, I mean, the only answer to this is get rid of all of them and send private citizens into these uh, positions in Washington. But I think that's one reason they're trying to take out Donald Trump. Uh, just to send a message to any other CEOs or private citizens that are thinking they're heading into the swamp uh, that you're next. So uh, it's, yep. it's the worst situation we could be in. It is. It really is. And with a landslide, a wave election predicted now by, if not most, many uh, political strategists for this November for the Republican Party, you have McConnell and Cornyn and the creeps uh, that I just mentioned. Uh, who are selling out the party, uh, they're going to, I don't know how badly, but it will diminish the vote for Republicans because a lot of people are going to say, really, you've, you've screwed us again, and we're supposed to go vote for the Republican Party, despite the fact that you're led by a bunch of uh, uh, numbskulls uh, like uh, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. I, it's absurd. Uh, if they just kept their mouths shut, but they were too eager to to reach across the aisle, as they say, and uh, clasp hands with an impaired president. And, and you know, let's just have a little amnesty and a little, uh, let's get rid of a little thing like the Second Amendment. You can't make these idiots up. Yeah, also, you, they don't just show up and vote and there's a landslide. you got to have, like Newt Gingrich had, a contract with America. You have to make these fiery speeches and you have to put out a brilliant contract with America and I don't, obviously Mitch McConnell, I can't do that. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy uh, is not going to make any fiery speech or get anything done. You know, it just looks like uh, when you have a problem at the gate at the airport and the man, the manager comes out and then this useless looking middle management guy comes out. That's what Kevin McCarthy looks like to me. Just useless middle management. Uh, useless, uh, certainly uh, middle management. Uh, he wants to be Speaker of the House. Yeah. I noticed that President Trump today, though, said, whoa, I haven't endorsed him for Speaker, and I'm not too sure I want to. Uh, they have a little dispute about why, why no one is defending President Trump against this ignorant Soviet-style show, uh, show committee, the January yeah. 6th committee. Uh, and he's right. President Trump's right. The Republicans never defend him, uh, and he led the party to its greatest success in decades, in decades. You have to go back, I think, to Eisenhower to find anything, well, to Reagan, then to Eisenhower to find anything uh, comparable. Yeah. You know, uh, under the law, the Speaker of the House can be anybody. It doesn't have to be uh, anybody in the House. It could be a private citizen. They can nominate anybody Speaker of the House, even Donald Trump. Uh, right. Which- would be something I'd like to see. Imagine if Donald Trump became Speaker of the House, and then you impeach Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for running a smuggling operation at the border. Uh, those planes flying into airports in the middle of the night. Right, right. Uh, you'd get rid of both of them, and Trump is the president that way. Well, I, it would work for me. Let, <laughs> I, I'll sign it up. Uh, yeah. let, let's get it done, because uh, can you imagine uh, if this moronic Marxist in the White House this puppet uh, were to somehow be forced out by Obama and the other Marxist Dems that run the White House, th- then you've got Kamala Harris, who has the knowledge base of a squirrel, yeah. <laughs> by the way, a commensurate level of giggling, uh, 
what in the world would we what would we do? I mean, I've never seen two officials of the United States government, the top two officials, this bad, this this disgustingly uh, ignorant of what is going on, uh, and and this lazy, frankly, uh, it, it's just it, it's just it's impossible to have conjured this up unless you are really, really uh, committed to the destruction of America. Yeah, you know, we've uh, criticized Obama, criticize, uh, you can criticize all these presidents, but then people will argue they're not as bad as you. In this case, there's no argument because uh, these two have brutalized every American. They have uh, put them in grave danger, crime all over the streets. It's not just the big cities now. We're seeing crime waves in suburbs, rural areas. So everybody's life is in danger because of these two. And then they've, it's the most brutal attack I've ever seen on people's pocketbooks, budgets, Yep. Uh, savings with the with the inflation, the gas prices. I got to think that the polls aren't even measuring the anger that's going to be out there against the Democrats. I, I would I would hope so, because otherwise we have a we have a comatose society in this country where people are so numb and desensitized to their own needs, to their to the obligations of government toward them. Uh, and by the way, that does not include satisfying their dependency uh, for sustenance uh, from the federal government, as the Democrats like to suggest. But it does mean some basics, like having a border, securing the border, not letting drug cartels manage both sides of the border, uh, no longer permit sex trafficking of American children and women, uh, don't uh, permit human smuggling, don't permit deadly drugs like fentanyl that claims 100,000 lots a year. 100,000 Americans a year, nobody's saying a word about it, Mark. What what is wrong with us? What is wrong with America when we can just sort of with a wave of our hand dismiss as collateral damage a hundred thousand American lives because China wanted to bring in fentanyl through Mexico? Well, it all comes down to one answer corrupt media. The media always was a little biased. Now it's totally corrupt if people saw that story on the news every night, something would happen. Even this smuggling operation where they Biden administration is loading people into planes, illegals, landing at closed airports in the middle of the night, not pulling up to the terminal, taking them way to the end of the runway where they're loaded on buses. If Donald, can you imagine if Donald Trump did this, it would be the lead story every night. It would never stop. Uh, here up in Westchester County, local police confronted these guys, the security on the plane. You can see it in the body camera footage. Private security company said, we're not allowed to identify ourselves to you. It's a smuggling operation. The media just keeps quiet about this and doesn't say a word. And that's why these uh, crazy uh, Dems are able to get away with everything right now. They do. They get away with everything. Uh, Peter Navarro, special assistant to the president, head of his trade policy uh, for a period of time, uh, you know, a, a, a public servant. Uh, worked for the president four years, and he suddenly ends up handcuffed and in leg irons, thanks to the FBI, which is nothing more than the they're the uh, the modern version of the of the SS working for the Marxist Dems. Uh, maybe the Stasi would be better than the Nazis. I, I don't know, but either way, uh, it's it is just outrageous. This isn't America that we're talking about here. When you can pick up, because he he refused to subpoena from the January 6th committee, which is a Stalinist uh, creation, and suddenly he doesn't have any rights as an American. This is not America. 
and and the national news, the tele, you turn on your TV, and these idiots are just talking about it like it's a, just another story. All has the same weight, same proportion, same uh, uh, effect. Uh, it, it's it's nuts what the media is doing. Yeah, it's total corruption. And people forget that a, a lot of people have been in contempt of Congress. Uh, uh, Janet Reno was in contempt of uh, Congress. Eric Holder was in contempt of Congress. Imagine if they put Holder in chains to bring him in, leg irons. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would have been you'd never hear the out. end of it. Nope. And you, sh- you know, and no one will even make the comparison. Uh, it, it's. It, I I hope when people are watching Joe and Mika or Micah or whatever heck her name is. Uh, when they're watching Joy Reid and uh, uh, Jake Tapper and uh, what's his name, Don Lemon, <laughs> I, hope, I hope people ask themselves, do any of these people know anything? Do they know what they're talking about? Why aren't they talking about important issues like indoctrination of uh, children about uh, gender identity in the in kindergarten through third grade? Why Why would we want to have a sex discussion with young people and who would insist upon it? I mean, we've got an administration that is demanding it and tying financial incentives to it uh, across the country. This is a sick attack on American youth, as well as every other aspect of America, by this administration and the radical Dems, the Marxist Dems, who run the Democratic Party. And there isn't a peep. There isn't a peep from the national media, the corporate national media. Yeah, you know, the problem is, uh, again, media was always biased. But when they got to Trump, they were so angered, they took the gloves off and said, we'll do whatever we have to do to get this. And they did. But I think it never goes back. Everybody thought it was just a little cycle here. But they saw how effective this uh, destruction machine is that they created. And I think they're going to keep it this way. Whatever Republican comes along, will get hit with this, and I, I don't know how you stop it, but somebody's going to have to outlaw this kind of collusion between the Dems and the media. Well, with Mitch McConnell running the Republican Party <laughs> in the Senate, with Kevin McCarthy running it in the House, Ronald McDaniel running it at the RNC, you know, which one of those Republican leaders do you think we should, uh, well, should we count on them? <laughs> well, uh, which one first? I, I mean, I couldn't even put them in order because they're so pathetic. All right, it was a stupid point. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I wouldn't it's, count on any of them. I wouldn't let them. I wouldn't let Mitch McConnell put a quarter in a parking meter for me. I wouldn't trust him at all. Well, let's you know, talking about the those radical Dems, Jamie Raskin saying he's inside President Trump's head. Now think about that. This is a guy who, with Adam Schiff, led two impeachment efforts by the Democratic Party. He was part of the uh, conspiracy uh, to carry out the Hillary Clinton uh, uh, disinformation campaign that there was Russian collusion. They did it for a period of six years and got away with it. But he was the one saying that he, he being Adam Schiff, had evidence. Remember for two years? Well, guess what? He's saying now... He's got more evidence that Trump was involved in the fake elector plot. He doesn't want to put that out there yet because he's holding it back just like he did in the impeachments. Uh, We're watching some of the sickest people in this country, and they're all Democrats. Uh, Jamie Raskin saying he's inside Trump's head and he understands his uh, power lust. These are absolute creeps with the oddest, the oddest perspectives and and. (laughs) 
global views of themselves and their role. It's it's just disgusting. I want to I want everybody to listen to Jamie Raskin talking about being inside Donald Trump. Now think about this. Why is Donald Trump even relevant here? Being inside Donald Trump's head. Some uh, some tough constitutional patriots who say no. We see some other people who capitulate and are willing to do anything in the interest of advancing Donald Trump's ambitions and their own power. One through line that, that connects yesterday's testimony that was revealing me yesterday and tomorrow, as we'll see, I think, is I, I just say I, we've spent as much time as anyone reporting on this, I think, and, and thinking about it. And it is still surprising to me the scope and systematic nature of the various attempts that the, the just the, the the thing that you guys showed about the calls to the state legislators, the calls every day, the voicemails, it, it was not grasping at straws. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a temper tantrum. Did you understand how systematic, how broad, how, you know, targeted this entire effort was before entering into this investigation? Um, well, I had an inkling of it uh, because he did leave no stone unturned. And uh, within the creaky, antiquated electoral college system, um, there are a lot of nooks and crannies and opportunities for a bad faith actor like Donald Trump to plant a lot of booby traps. Um, and that's precisely what he did. So, you know, I had thought about trying to identify the various decision points and junctures within the Electoral College. And sure enough, he was at all of them uh, trying to have his way and to usurp the will of the people and substitute his own political will. And uh, it is sort of shocking when you see step back and look at it. I guess the, the sad thing for me is that I've entered so much in Donald Trump's head that uh, I can see exactly where he's going to go yeah. in the next move. I mean, he has a real bloodthirst for power. A bloodthirst <laughs> for power, Mark. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a long way to get to the point, but I have to say uh, he goes, talks about the nooks and crannies of the uh, antiquated uh, electoral system. He did notice he didn't mention a single nook or a single cranny uh, as if he's some sort of lurking uh, genius uh, <laughs> decoding what Donald Trump has divined and planned uh, as these people pursue him relentlessly for six years. The uh, man is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you don't want to get into Donald Trump's head. It's very crowded in there. You want to be in Joe Biden's head. Plenty of room. You can stretch out uh, in that head. There's nothing in there. But, uh, you know, to say that I know how to read Donald Trump, I can tell what he's really thinking. Nobody has to worry about that. Donald Trump will tell you what he's thinking. I've never heard a guy so blunt and honest. He'll blurt out whatever he's thinking. It doesn't take any power to say, hey, by the way, on my Twitter, I have a video. Uh, I know, again, the media doesn't show this. It's 2016. It's Jamie Raskin trying to stop the electoral vote. He raises an objection right. to the electoral count. Uh, he tries to get electoral votes thrown. He, he did exactly what he's accusing Donald Trump of. Yeah, and, and that's what they do time and time again. The first time I heard somebody say, when you listen to the Democrats accuse the Republicans of something, be sure that that's what they're doing. I thought, oh, come on, that's a little pat, a little glib. You know, it may be pat and glib, but the fact is, it's true. Uh, it is the it is the darnest thing to watch these people operate because they tell you what they're going to do, what they're doing, and I'll be doggone if they're not doing it. 
whether it is trying to overthrow a president, whether it is pushing a phony Russian collusion, uh, disinformation campaign against the entire American you know, public. Uh, it, they have no boundaries whatsoever. Uh, it, it, and here we go with Schiff again, as I said, claiming to have proof that Trump was involved in a fake elector plot. Schiff is such a snake and creep. He couldn't he couldn't exist except uh, in the modern uh, Marxist Democratic Party. Yeah, but uh, George Stephanopoulos, Chuck Todd, uh, all these guys are just as creepy because I remember he was on their shows on a Sunday morning and they each said to him, you you actually have your own proof. Yes, I have proof of the Russian collusion. And they never again mention it. They don't run these clips now. And he's been on the shows recently. They haven't hit him with this clip and asked him to explain this. The media lets him get away with it. Uh, it, it. It's just total corruption of the media. And how does a democracy survive without a working news media? How, how's it going to ever survive that? Well, we we're about to find out because we haven't <laughs> had one for uh, for well over uh, well just about seven years. Uh, there's no element of the national corporate news media. Uh, that is reserved from this madness that has gripped the Democrat Party uh, and its Marxist dim leadership. It, it's I, I can't think of a single journalist. Uh, I mean, who, who, which which anchor sitting on any one of these net broadcast network shows would you want to to get your truth from? I, I can't think of one. Can you, Mark? Uh. Uh, you, that's about, that's the list. <laughs> well, I, I reserved myself for podcasting. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it it's, it, it is stunning. Where do you go for the truth? Because you sure as hell are not going to get it on broadcast news. You're not going to get it on cable news. And it's that simple. It, it is just, and, and that tragic. When, when I look at, uh, you know, the, when, when you've got an economics advisor, economics, I admit is dull. But when you've got got people denying that Jerome Powell contradicted President Biden and saying the Ukraine war is not the main cause of inflation, I mean, I, that's actually what happened. Uh, one of the White House spokesmen was saying just point blank. Didn't happen. And yet Federal Reserve uh, Chairman Jerome Powell, quote unquote, was certainly, certainly high uh, before Putin's war on uh, Inflation was certainly high before the war in Ukraine, and and that's exactly the opposite of what Biden wants anyone saying, particularly the you know the Federal Reserve. People contradict this guy every day. Suddenly, they're trying to tell people they didn't contradict that the you know, the truth is what we say it is. I, they really need a they they really need a Ministry of Truth or a a disinformation governance board, don't you think? To, to remind people what truth really is. Uh, I mean, that would be perfect, but well, <laughs> you know, the other thing is uh, uh, Biden keeps trying to say the Ukraine war drove up uh, the price. of It's the opposite. Biden caused Putin and caused the Ukraine. You know, the Russia is a gas station with an army, as they say, the right. price of oil determines their economy and the rise in the price of gas has put an extra $600 billion in cash into Putin's pocket there to pay yep. for all these tanks and all these planes. That's why he's able to keep this war going. Without that extra $600 billion, remember, just before this uh, price hike in gas, uh, Russia's economy was suffering. I don't know if he would have been able to maintain the war this long. 
it's it's one thing is clear that it's all going Putin's way, and these sanctions that uh, the clever Biden administration has put on uh, <laughs> on Putin. By the way, they didn't notice that everybody had sanctions on on Putin. Right now, the ruble, in addition to the hundreds of billions of dollars that the Biden administration has put in Vladimir's pocket, uh, the ruble is at a seven-year high. Uh, you're going to see Vladimir Putin do a, an address to the nation begging Joe Biden to put some more sanctions on. If he, you know, please, a little more. We, we really need it. These people are so stupid in this administration, it's just breathtaking. Janet Yellen, who spent uh, last year telling everybody inflation was, quote-unquote, transitory or temporary, uh, is just an abject loss in the role of Treasury Secretary. She did a respectable job, I think, as a Fed uh, chair. But it's just, to me, it's incomprehensible that you could have an administration that actually pushed Putin into war instead of stopping war, which once there was a war, wouldn't let Zelensky negotiate a, a truce. And now we have a war that is months longer than it need have been, devastation and death that needn't have happened. And it's all because of Joe Biden and his idiotic foreign policy. He intervened in the wrong ways, in the wrong place, with the wrong purpose, with Putin and with Zelensky throughout the past year of his administration. You know, he, there was a line in the speech yesterday where he said, we couldn't sit back and let Russian tanks roll into the Ukraine. <laughs> I, I, well, why isn't that all the lead story in the news with video of the tanks having rolled around the Ukraine for three, four months? They've already torn up every piece of road in the Ukraine. How could he get away with that line? Uh, national corporatist media and they're going to keep it up the media they're going they're not they don't even understand what's happening there's not a foreign policy expert on the national news the national corporate news who's speaking truth about this administration not a one think about that not a one is critical of this president having effectively uh, failed to stop the war done everything he could diplomatically to stop the war or to end it. This is, a, in fact, a president who wanted to talk about the number of American soldiers going in. He was describing the scenery that they would see when uh, the 82nd Airborne rolled into uh, Ukraine. Uh, this is madness, and we don't have a, a, in any way a governor on any of it. Uh, it's just full firehouse flow uh, emanating from the White House. Uh, this is just a laughable circus of clowns, this Biden administration, except for the fact that they're destroying America. Yeah, and the whole uh, cabinet, totally incompetent. Granholm, incompetent. Uh, Buttigieg, uh, the two things he's responsible for are completely screwed up. The supply chain and our airports are completely uh, clogged up. Uh, and I hate to say it, this is uh, we're not even two years into this. Two more years of this? I don't know. Th this could just be the beginning of this downfall. You know, there's uh, reports that we could end up with a total shortage of diesel fuel. That could stop every truck in America. Uh, that yep. that would be the worst moment in American history. Yes, it, it would, and we're already on the verge. Let, let me share with you what I'm hearing, and that is that truck stops, some of them are running out of diesel fuel. Some are rationing diesel fuel, limiting those big semi-trucks that uh, most of them carry 300 uh, gallons of fuel. 
they, they can't have but 150 gallons now at each uh, fill up. We're we're getting very close to what this president deserves, and we're getting very far from what America deserves, which is a prosperous economy and intelligent leadership. Uh, and and by the way, to push every Marxist out of every position of responsibility in this society and certainly this government. Yeah, uh, I mean, no diesel fuel, no trucks means nobody will be able to get anything. And when people start to realize, hopefully they will, that the diesel, the fuel, the oil, the gas we need is right under our feet. All we got to do is drill it. Uh, this is the only country in the history of the world that could be totally energy independent, but doesn't bother to do it uh, anymore. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't that something? Yeah. We, we have a president so hateful of America, so anti-America, that he would take us from energy independence to dependence on Iran, on uh, Venezuela, uh, and OPEC, uh, and add only more to the inflation rate that he has created. It's it is as I said, it's it's incomprehensible on any other basis than this administration has declared war on America and every American uh, who is working uh, to move ahead and to make this country better. Uh, it is a dis every patriot is threatened in this moment. And you know what I can't understand either, Mark, and maybe you can help me here. Why would even these rhino fools at this moment in our history want to take away guns from the American people? Why? Why would they want red flag laws? Because it becomes see something, say something, uh, and you don't have due process. You don't have the right to defend yourself. They simply confiscate your guns. Why would we tolerate that in America? And it's going almost without comment. Well, you got these uh, these old rhinos. Uh, they're just it's either total corruption or total fear. You see it on both sides too. Even a guy like Chuck Schumer. He's been there fifty years. He's the elder statesman. He should be the guy running. He. he quaking and shivering and terrified of uh, AOC. Suddenly he's pretending he's a crazy, woke uh, liberal. He's not. Same thing with uh, uh, Maloney and other, uh, even Pelosi. I don't think that these crazy woke nuts. They're just terrified of AOC and pretending to be. And you got Republicans just pretending to be uh, whatever they have to be to get along with the swamp. Pretending to be everything but courageous and yeah. uh, patriotic uh, public servants, unfortunately. Mark, you get the last word here, as always, uh, as we always give our guests that opportunity. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, the concluding remarks are yours. I, everything we just said sounds like doom and gloom and could get worse, but I always just, uh, hey, we got through Jimmy Carter. Uh, uh, America always comes back, always bounces back. We'll get through this, and uh, uh, I can't wait to see uh, President 47, uh, DJT, will be the initials. Absolutely. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> Mark, thanks so much. Great thanks. talking with you. Thanks for being with us here on The Great America Show. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Our guests next week include General Mike Flynn, Congressman Daryl Issa, Just the News founder and CEO John Solomon, Missouri's Attorney General Eric Smith, Attorney Kurt Olson, GOP pollster and strategist John McLaughlin, and Dr. Oz. And until then, happy Independence Day, and God bless you 
and God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.